Hello and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker and today on the show I have a very fun, awesome, Halloween jam-packed interview with the man behind the curtains for the social media account Horror for Kids. I got to speak with Renee who runs Horror for Kids and it was so much fun to talk with him, learn the origins of Horror for Kids, what his taste in horror is, what his mission is with the account and we got to do some rankings and talk about our each of our like favorite uh, child horror-like products and our favorite Halloween TV specials and our favorite kid horror movies and all sorts of stuff. So I really hope that you guys get to check out this episode and that you really enjoy it. And be sure to go follow Horror for Kids on Twitter and Instagram. And before we get to the episode, I want to go ahead and thank my partner today, which is HorrorPress. HorrorPress.com is an amazing website. And at this time of year, during the spooky month, you really got to be sure that you're tapping into this kind of stuff. There's all sorts of good horror review articles on there. There's one on Halloween ends. There's also a very fun one on there that is the definitive ranking of every Halloween episode in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So be sure to check that out and see if you agree with the list, because I am sure that is filled with uh, discourse and controversy, which is always fun to have stuff like that going on. Um, again, thank you for horrorpress.com. There are links in the show notes. Be sure to give them a follow on Twitter. And one last thing to plug before we get into the episode today, I want to thank all of my patrons over on patreon.com slash Horror, where you'll be able to hear my thoughts and spoiler review to Halloween Ends that is staying on the Patreon that will not be coming to the main feed. So. Go over to the show notes, click that Patreon link, subscribe, and enjoy the bonus content. And vote on the type of episodes I get to do. I want to thank James, Jasher, Tiffany, and Cleveland. You guys rule. Now let's go ahead and get into this very fun interview with Horror for Kids. Enjoy. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like trucker, but with a B. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, very cool. Yes, right. and it's Rainer, correct? Renier, yeah, but it's all good. Oh, 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 Renier. Yeah, it's, it's okay. In, in French, the R makes like that yay sound, so it's all No, good. no, no, I, I need to get your name right. No, don't, it's don't, don't say that. It's your name. It's <laughs> Renier. Thank you, thank you. I love the Evil Dead shirt you're wearing. I Thank you. This was a musical that my girlfriend and I went to. Um, here. Yeah, it was so much fun. They, uh, they had these, like, you bought the shirt, and I guess they kind of powered it with this um, stuff. And whenever the actors would, like, there would be, like, a bloody scene, they'd spray water, and it would turn into this blood. So it was such a cool show. Oh, that's so cool. I, I, I watched The Evil Dead last night, so I find that very funny. That's and- so and for you, I'm, I'm wearing my Scooby Doo shirt today. Love it! I love it. <laughs> Can't get better than that. That's such an awesome shirt. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and I love your shirt as well. Um, I I am very excited to be talking with you, Renier. Um, I I can't remember like how long it's been or when I first discovered horror for kids, like you know your Twitter and Instagram accounts, but uh. I've been really enjoying it and I love the type of stuff that you put out. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing kind of like what's the premise and concept behind horror for kids. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Like horror for kids. Um, it, it's so funny. I, I was talking about it with my girlfriend too. Um, horror for kids came about 
during the pandemic, like at the heart of COVID, um, May 2020. And uh, what a lot of people don't know is that like before Horror for Kids, I actually tried to do this. So like, I love Halloween. Halloween's my favorite day. Uh, I, I love Halloween. I love horror. Uh, I've, I've always been that way. And so I, I tried to do like this little like Halloween page. And, um, you know, like I, I just didn't really have the time to continue it or like look for content. And so um, then in May 2020, I like I, I changed the name of it to Horror for Kids. And uh, I, I started because I, I had this idea during the pandemic that I, I wanted to kind of start this camp, like a horror camp for kids. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 like I, I love kids and I love horror. And, uh, I'm, and I'm really passionate about like sharing horror for kids and with kids. So I thought what better way than to like host like a little camp, like we could do weekends or whatever. And like for like five hours a day, like have kids, you know, doing arts and craft that are horror related, you know, like horror snacks and like watching episodes of Goosebumps and things like that. Just like kind of teaching them, kind of like guiding them into the horror genre. And um, so with that thought in mind, I thought, well, I'll put together like a little Twitter page and, you know, I'll just kind of start to share like some of the things that got me into horror and some of the like the childhood horrors that I really loved and, and things like that. And pretty much just honestly, like, as, as you know, like during COVID, nothing was open, like I wasn't working. So I, I just had all the time to just look for content of like old stuff that I used to watch and, and tweet. So I just started to like really, really, really enjoy it. And uh, it became something that like, just like meeting new people and, you know, other people that love horror as much as me was like so much fun and, and just being a part of that community like was just so fulfilling at that time especially um and so like yeah i just continued it and continued it and like i i and in doing so here's here's the thing too a lot of people think that i know like everything about kids horror and that couldn't be further from the truth like i'm literally like learning as i go like like there, of course there's a lot of stuff that yeah i did watch and that like i still like continue to watch now but, like, there's, like, I'd say, like, over 75% of the things that I tweet, like, especially, like, the facts and stuff, like, the little, like, trivial behind-the-scenes stuff are, are stuff that I'm, like, watching, like, as I go. Like, I'm learning as I go. So, I really, like, find that part of it fun because, like, I just, I, I love, as I said, like, the horror genre. So, like, learning things and sharing things with the community has just been amazing. Wow, that's so cool. I, I never knew about the that camp idea i think that's fabulous uh and it, it sounds like such a cool like because because a lot of things that you produce or i say produce a lot of things that you publish you know on your twitter and instagram are like things from like the 90s i think is like a big majority of it and so that that sounds like a very fun kind of like let's go back into the past a little bit in this camp and just like get you in this 90s horror kid bomb uh that sounds like so much fun <laughs> Totally, you nailed it. Well, I mean, being a '90s kid myself, like I just feel like that's that, that's where I shine the best. Like, of course, like um, of course, like there's '80s horror, and like, and that's not to even discredit like a lot of the more modern uh, kids horrors now, because there's some great ones. But like, I think me having started off <laughs> in the '90s is is just me kind of putting my best foot forward in regards to how to show kids, you know kind of things that we learned like i'm sure like you're you're probably like an 80s 90s yourself yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a 90s kid myself there yeah 
Totally. So you were around to see like all the stuff that we like mm-hmm. we were like exposed to back in the nineties. So that's totally yeah. cool. Yeah, and the thing about your account that's so fun is because you do kind of get that nostalgia bomb from it whenever you are, you know, going through your page and finding things. But you will, I wish I had a good example to bring up, but you will sometimes like show something and it's like, this was actually really creepy, like, you know, in hindsight, like a weird commercial or something like that. Or, or like you kind of made me remember Courage to Cowardly Dog. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that show. And that, and like some of the clips you share is like, that show is actually terrifying for kids. Why was this greenlit for, <laughs> for Cartoon Network? Oh, no man, I, I it's it's insane. Like and and the, well, see that's all like kind of a part of it too. It's kind of reminding people some of the things that we saw. And like I find especially for us '90s kids now, like as we kind of you know grow into uh, adulthood, um, you know looking back at some of the stuff that we saw is like really like wow, like that was terrifying. You know, as kids, we're so fascinated by like kind of the unknown. But like as we grow and as we learn about the world and whatnot, it's like wow, that would be that would be an actually terrifying situation in like Kurt the Cowardly Dog or like in like even Scooby-Doo and whatnot, right? So I definitely think that one of the one of the things that I try and do for Horror for Kids is kind of put out things that, as you said, like people kind of forgot about, but looking back at it, I'm like, wow, that was, that was pretty creepy. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, say something that, that you said earlier about like people, you said that people kind of assume that you are there's kind of like this like encyclopedia of like horror stuff for kids and everything that how you said that you're kind of learning as you go and like finding new things as you go. And that made me feel a lot better because people kind of do the same thing for me with like the horror movie podcast. They kind of just assume I'm like this wealth of, you know, just of knowledge for like horror and everything. And like, honestly, I have so many blind spots in terms of like movies I haven't seen yet and things like that. And it's, I'm playing catch up and that's like what this show is for me. Kind of like how you described for your account that like, it's kind of me going through the process and just, it's like discovery for me and everything. That's exactly what it is. I'm like, I don't know why I guess like horror uh, personalities kind of get that stigma of, of we know everything, but um, no, I, I think, part of the fun is like kind of learning as you go and then figuring out things that like looking back on things that like you forgot about or like, you know, putting the pieces together on like an episode or something like looking back on things I think is, is really, really cool. And so, yeah, I totally agree. Um, do you recall the thing or a show or movie or whatever that like got you into horror? Like, like, like how, how far back does it go? Like, what can you recall the thing that you saw or a couple of things that you saw? It was like, wow, I'm going to like, I'm going to chase that feeling that I got from this. Oh my God. That's such a great question. Um, for me, like it started very, 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 very young. Like when I was a kid, my parents, um, I kind of think I got like the perfect combination of like, my dad loves movies, just all movies, like all movies. Like, I don't think I've ever met anybody in my life who can like sit down and clear so many movies in one sitting than my dad. So the combination of that mixed with my mom's love for like horror and Halloween kind of made me into like who I am today. And uh, like, I remember like they, they used to like play like pranks on me and like they used to have this box, this box where like, uh, my mom would put her finger in it and then like put ketchup around it so it looked like a severed finger 
and she would chase me around the house with that. Like I was like four or five years old, and I remember that. I remember oh my like God. screaming, like running upstairs, and like just things like that. Growing up, like uh, my parents would take me to scream. Well, there's this like really big horror festival here in Toronto. I don't know. If What's it called? Screamers. Screamers. Okay. Yeah, uh, and so Screamers is a little bit more of an adult like horror theme park uh, that they throw around Halloween. And uh, of course, my parents took me when I was way too young. And uh, <laughs> so, like, I think that paired with the 90s, Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps and you know, watching the old Scooby-Doo cartoons. And right. like, just, that was that was all the things that shit, Courage the Cowardly Dog, like Invader Zim, like, all, all, those, all those really kind of eerie, uh, creepy cartoons and shows of the 90s that were totally shaped me. And then there's like the movies too. Like I, I, I love like Casper and the Adams Family, and yeah. So like I was just so into it from a very, very, very young age, which is why like like I said, like I have this really like this real passion of like kids horror. Also, what a lot of people don't know too. I know I'm like rambling, but also no, I want it. Yeah, I, I want all your takes. Just give them to <laughs> me, man. I want them. <laughs> awesome. What a lot of people don't know too is that I, for some reason, like well. Pretty much before COVID, there was this thing with me where, like, I couldn't really do too much, like, blood and gore. Like, I was really into supernatural horrors, like, really into them, The Conjuring, Insidious, like, all those really, like, deep, like, supernatural horrors. But, like, even, like, Halloween and, like, Freddy, like, uh, like I, I, I was really not really into the gore aspect of that. And then, you know, as I said, like, during, during uh, COVID, um, not much to do, like just just being involved with this horror community. There are so many times where, like, just based off of the people that I followed, there'd be like a clip on my timeline of like Art the Clown sawing some woman upside down, and like <laughs> I had no choice but to watch it. So, uh, <laughs> I so I that. or like you know, just like like just just being in the horror community, people post all kinds of things like. Uh, what's it called like splatter days whatever so mm. just like just flowing up and down my timeline i'd be exposed to like some really gory clips of stuff yeah so now well look if I, if I can watch that then let me start to go back and watch like some of the classics that that i was too chicken to watch back in the day so like during covid i i literally like up until now i, I fly through like all the movies that i was too scared to watch and so like even in that it's been like a journey of like finding like a whole new side of horror so like I, I like every day I'm, I'm, I'm inspired to share something new, you know? Oh, that's so, that's so lovely. So with like you going back through some like these slashers that you just like talked about, like Halloween and uh, nightmare on Elm street and things like that. Are you finding yourself enjoying them anymore? Or are you kind of just like, this is fine, but it's not my taste. I love them. I love, well, I, I love horror period. So like any horror that I can like indulge, like, yeah, bring it on. So like, Especially, like, the slasher genre was always something that I kind of, like, would, like, peek through the blinds at and, like, kind of, like, you know, like, I'd, I'd, like, it was so bad. Like, I don't know where this weird, like, phobia of, like, blood and gore came from, which is which is super weird when you find out that I, like, like I'm a, a special effects makeup artist is how I started getting into my career. So I would do, like, the gory effects and whatnot. But for some reason, when it was on the screen, like, I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was up with me, but um, <laughs> but over COVID, I got over that, and so I definitely have found a newfound love for like slashers 
and for like even like horror movies that aren't necessarily slasher based but still have a pretty significant amount of gore like hereditary and whatnot like, oh, I yeah. love those love those where are you at with like the thing love the thing love yeah. the thing yeah like like especially if you include like if you throw in some sci-fi in there oh yeah i'm all for it so you, you mentioned that you are a special effects makeup artist so when you watch something like the thing which has incredible uh, special effects and like you know the makeup art and, and everything do you do you find yourself like really getting to like the gears of like oh this is like probably what they did or like do you like find yourself getting like more appreciation for like things like that so i'm now at this point of my career i'm more of like a, i do a lot of like tv and like film and like fashion makeup artistry um but when i was in school in college i was what got me into that was a love for horror and for for, for like special effects um and so like um i wouldn't say that i've lost it but like i'm definitely not as knowledgeable and as like in the now of like special effects art okay. so i'll but i'll still watch something and be like oh that's great like that's that's good stuff and I, I i like i'm still team like practical effects over cgi like when i see something practical i'm like oh man those artists like really nailed that scene like that's that's good stuff and like which is just absolutely wild because like three years ago i i would have been like vomiting like like in this <laughs> which is is crazy but now i i have this real appreciation for it which is why like especially with horror for kids, I try and uh, show a lot of like kind of behind the scenes, uh, even a little bit more mature horror movies so that kids can kind of see that, you know, like it's not real for one and kind of if they are interested in the kind of the how to do it kind of thing, they at least see that too. Um, the thing about that though, I find is that like, I really have to, there's a line. There's a line, especially when you run like a horror account for kids, uh, that, that I really try my best. Like, I, I put my all into not crossing. And so I never want to show anything that's, like, too gory or, like, you know, too scary or, you know, like, or, or anything remotely sexualized. Like, I, like my, my standards for, for gore are a lot more loose than they are for, for like, sexualization. Of like, I just, like, I, I really can't have that on the page. But, like, I, I will kind of try and, push the boundaries of what I can show in regards to like, you know, how that gash was made or like how they did a scene or, you know, things like that. Oh, that's very cool. So you're still like trying to, I like that how you said you're kind of trying to show the man behind the curtain to the kids of like, you know, how this was done. And it's kind of, kind of turns into like a cool, like inspirational thing that like maybe that might spark some sort of creativity in someone to like chase that passion. That's so cool. I love that idea. Like, Like, if like if like 20 30 years down the line i get a dm or like a message from like someone that was like man i started following your page when i was like a like a teenager or, or like a kid and like it just got me into like special effects and now i'm working on this i think i would be like just ecstatic like that would like mean the world to me that'd be the most awesome thing ever so like yeah i probably want to kind of show them that you know for one it's not real and two like kind of like as you said like the how-to's of the man behind the curtain type of thing. <laughs> I love that. That's so warm. Um, now, so you kind of brought it up about, you know, not wanting to cross a line. Um, now, I, just because, you know, you're on Twitter, you know, you're on Instagram, uh, and there are some people out there that, you know, think that it's kind of naughty to mix horror and, like, 
children, like period. Do, do you ever like face any sort of uh, barriers with that? Or do you ever like find yourself needing to defend the the premise of horror for kids? Um, you know, I'd say for the most part, I'll be honest with you, for the most part, I'd say 95% of the time, um, people are really happy about the content that I post. There's been a few times where I've, I've gotten like questions and like, here's the thing, it's totally valid. Like I've, I've gotten questions as to like, you know, one, like who's behind this horror for kids account? Like, and like, are they credible? Um, two, like, you know, like, I think one time I had posted um, the, uh, the kind of like the anatomy of a xenomorph from, from Alien. And, uh, you know, someone commented that, you know, like, that there's a whole sexualized background as to what Alien, the xenomorph represents. And, and they went into in-depth thing. And it's a, that's not really appropriate for kids. And so, like, Again, I kind of have to watch the line that I'm on, but um, I'd say for the most part, people are really, really, really happy and excited and enthused about the content that I post. I'd say, like, honestly, I and like, I do know that there are some, like, there are some really like awful people on Twitter, but and 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 Instagram. But for the most part, like, people have been pretty cool with the account. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, why do you think people like you and me? you know, or it's like horror fans want, and why, why, why do you think we like horror? Like, why do you think people are drawn to something like this? And like, especially like the, the stuff that you produce, like, so, or, you know, publish. So wh- why do you think horror is interesting? Or like why, why people are interested? For in me, it? for me, um, well, that's such a depth question. Like, I don't even know. Like, uh, I love horror for so many different reasons. Like, I don't know, at this point, like, I just feel like it's kind of like, um, like an escape for me from like the, the horrors of the real world kind of, there's so much terrible things happening in real life that like, I feel like it's always been, um, kind of an escape in that way. And like, I've always had this weird, like motto that I've always said to myself that like, whenever things are, aren't going so well in my life, I'm going to watch a horror movie because it's probably worse for them than what's going on with me. So that's that's pretty comforting. <laughs> so there's some <laughs> weird comfort in that. Let me watch something that's like a little bit worse off for somebody else, and that'll kind of take my mind off of whatever. And that's been like my motto since like school, like elementary school when I got like a bad grade on like a test or whatever. Go home and watch Scooby Doo or watch watch Casper or watch whatever mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and and so like yeah, I did, and then there's and that's just one side of it. Like horror horror has provided me so much. Uh, so much of a sense of like community and belonging like as you know like growing up like the horror kids aren't necessarily like the popular ones and so like <laughs> it's, it's it's fun to to like fun to meet other people that are like-minded and like especially for kids i think that's really really kind of important to feel like they belong to a community and so that's also why i, I really want like horror for kids to be that really like safe fun community for all ages like no matter like how how old you are like if you're a big chicken like how i was or for kids is for you like type of deal but it's for everyone to like you know just have a good time and uh yeah it's that like like horror horror has done so much like you know in 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 how i was raised and and how i go about my everyday like i love to like prank my girlfriend like (laughs) 
things like that. Right? Like, like, like how your mom did it to you, and yeah. you're now doing it to her. Yeah. Exactly. I have to pass on the torch, right? So it's like, um, yeah. So it's just, it's just so much of like who we, who we are now, and you know, and I, I really like. There's so much to learn still. It's fun. Like, here's the thing too. Like, I, I love my job as a makeup artist. Like, I, I, I love it, but like. And like I think about this all the time. If if there's some way that I could pay the bills with like horrific kids, like I would switch in a heartbeat. Just because like I I, I I genuinely have so much fun and like it's just such a great time. It's such a, a really cool escape. I I have several follow up questions to that, and I love that, and I completely understand what, what you're saying and how. And this is kind of something I will sometimes like explain to people too. And you were like pretty much like in the same vein about. But like why we're drawn to horror, you know, but like the escapism, you know, it's like a, it's fantasy, you know, and so we get to kind of like live in this little horror scenario for like, you know, 90 minutes or so. And then it's done after that. It's like, okay, we, we, we you know, in kind of like years, at least my life isn't, oh, this, you know, I watched ginger snaps last night, <laughs> which is, you know, obviously about, Great. you know, coming of age, girls going through puberty adolescence and everything i was like at least my experience wasn't like this you know <laughs> going through high school ah, exactly, <laughs> so exactly it's escapism, totally, totally yeah but it's still like relatable on certain levels you know like 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 the dynamics between how like the high schoolers treat each other and like them and their parents and them and the teachers and things like that and like the friends even arguing with each other it's like, oh yeah been there but it wasn't about werewolves or like finding a cure for it it was you know about you know like you hung out with so-and-so oh man i thought you said you were busy we were supposed to hang out this saturday or whatever you know exactly uh, <laughs> and i think like seeing that and being able to relate that is so important so important mm-hmm. and as you said like the community the you know just being a podcaster the podcast community is fantastic i've met gotten to meet so many cool people doing this but when i swapped over into like the horror niche of podcasting just meeting all sorts of other horror fans both non you know podcasters non-podcasters like like people like you like following your account you're not a podcaster but you are a horror content creator and it's like really cool to get to interact with others like you um thank you so you talked about how I always find it so funny that it, we kind of like inherit our parents' taste a little bit. Like kind of like uh, similarly to you, like my dad, it's so weird. He's not like into movies like now. Like I, I don't know what happened, but like when I was very young, he had like every VHS, you know, and like, yeah. you know, so that's like why I grew up like loving Arnold Schwarzenegger. He had like every Schwarzenegger movie or and he had like the Star Wars on VHS. He had Indiana Jones. So like, you know, in Jurassic Park and Jaws. So like I grew up with all that. And um and like I grew up like with Terminator 2, Judgment Day being like my favorite movie as like a five year old. And <laughs> and like going back, that movie has so many horror elements in it. There's like so many brutal kills and blood in it and things like that. And for whatever reason, it didn't like phase me as a kid, but then like I would get scared watching Goosebumps, but I was fine with T two. <laughs> so interesting, eh? See, see how the dynamics of horror like are so are so interesting and like really unique to like the person. Mm-hmm. Love that. Super unique. So, That's if you really don't, awesome. if you don't mind me asking you a kind of a personal question, do do you have kids yourself? I don't have kids. No. Do. You, I find myself doing this. I, I don't have kids either, but I, I find myself doing this. You know, if I do have kids one day, what 
movies will I introduce them to at certain ages or whatever? Do you ever like kind of have those internal monologue with yourself? Yeah, like 100%. And like, okay, so it's it's actually like, it's so, these are great questions. Um, so my girlfriend and I uh, have this have this thing where I feel like one day we're going to have a daughter. And so uh, she's agreed that we can name her Wednesday because I love that name. I love Wednesday. I love who she is as like a character, like throughout the in like throughout the generation since like like what what like the sixties like to who she is now. Like I've always loved Wednesday, and so I, I have the approval that if we ever have a girl, like we can name her Wednesday. And so like that just that just goes to show like the basis of like where I stand on that. Like I've got like a t-shirt collection that I. I can't like a clothing collection of like horror themed clothing that we all have that I can't wait to, to, to pass down one day. Uh, movies and TV shows, I literally have like stacks and stacks and stacks uh, of like both online and like like hard copy like of, of like seasons of like the Adams Family and Goosebumps and uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and even more of the modern ones like Haunting Hour, um, like, like things like that. Like I've, I've really tried to like assemble like the the old um what's it called the old Ghostbusters like like the older ones like I've really tried to assemble as many uh like kind of horror themed children's uh what 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 trinkets and stuff like that and 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 movies and TV shows as I can to hopefully one day pass down to someone. Um, oh my and, goodness! Yeah. Do you know what I'm picturing right now? That's like in your house. It's. You know, like in the how in the Conjuring, the Warrens have like that demonic, like pos- like uh, uh, demonic objects room. I'm just like imagining there's like this room of just like VHS and like old McDonald toys and like things like that. It's just like it's just like that weird room you never talk about. You know, like when guests come over. <laughs> you're literally like I swear to God, you're not that far off. We're in a, <laughs> you're, you're, we're we're in a condo, so I have a closet right now. But my closet is it's like it's like a deep set closet and it's literally like the Warrens, like the Annabelle case, like I've got like uh the Ghostbusters afterlife tin from like the movie theater. Uh, I've got like all these little toys and like different clothing in there. So yeah, you're you've you've totally nailed that. That's exactly my my reality. And like when people come over, literally yesterday, literally yesterday, uh, my friends came over and like I was like, Oh babe, like shouldn't try like should I like keep this closet closed or like, and she's like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe close that. <laughs> There's like blood splattered t-shirts in there and whatnot. So. Oh my goodness. That is fantastic. Yeah, I love absolutely. that. We, we need to get you. Cause I, I've thought about this for a while. Do you have a shutter? Uh, do you have shutter as a subscription that you have? I don't know why that took me forever to phrase that sentence. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Okay, um, I have like thought about this for a very long time that somebody needs to get get with Shutter, have like a Shutter for kids, and just like call it, like Spookies or something like that. Dream come true. That would be a dream come true. I I promise you, if like like honestly like Shutter, if you're listening, I will dedicate my life to it, and like it will be the coolest thing ever. Like I I will I will whatever it takes. Like we can run like like vintage commercials like episodes yes of like, that's what i was about to like say movies. like we could interview like like kid child actors like we can do like reunions like there's so much <gasps> about all the time 
that would be so good for that. So yeah, that would be that would so be good. So awesome! I would love to do that. Love to do that. I love that you mentioned the the commercials because I was thinking because you know how like Shutter has the Shutter TV like those live streaming channels. Yeah. I was thinking that would be perfect to have something like that. But then like in between the stuff, you have those old commercials. And <laughs> right? Like okay, like how awesome would it be? Like after you just watch like the most horrifying Shutter original. <laughs> <laughs> to like be able to just like you know l- let me just go into like the spookies like or horror for kids channel and just like kind of like calm things down a bit like wouldn't that be so cool just to have that that like like post horror movie kind of kind of chill vibe oh my goodness i would love that and it's ugh, man i ugh, that would be so much fun i i would geek out over that so much that would be so much nostalgia i would thank you thank you that. for bringing that up because like that's something that i'm so passionate about like i, I would totally totally be all over that so i have a question for you and this is kind of going back to that thing you mentioned earlier about how like people think (laughs) you are like this wealth of knowledge i'm about to like i know you said you know you're learning as you go but i do have a question about like if you recall this thing because i can't tell if i just had like a fever dream i was like eight or like if this thing was real hang on hang on before you start this yeah i'm one for one at these okay like i'm i i i have a perfect score (laughs) Okay. I, I did a podcast before and uh, there was this this, uh, this podcast this awesome I, I, I forgot his name but he was like same thing like I had this fever dream and I <laughs> nailed the show so I'm hoping I can do it for you too okay I okay I'm gonna do my best to describe it okay. but I remember when I was a kid so yeah. this was like mid to late 90s possibly early 2000s possibly but it's most likely probably like the mid to late 90s um, McDonald's did like these like VHS movies and they, it was like, you know, like Ronald McDonald, uh, Hamburglar, like all like, and what was like the purple dude? Like, like grumpet or something like I know, that. I know who you're talking about. And I remember that there was like a, like a Halloween, like a spooky one they did. And they yeah. went to this haunted house, like, and by haunted house, I mean like, like haunted attraction house. Yeah. And it was like a maze. And I remember watching that like all the freaking time as a kid and everything and have you like come across any of this in your research and like just digging up old archives of things so i have tweeted about this before and i'm gonna go like after this i'm, I'm gonna go back and look at it because i'm i'm 100 sure that i've tweeted about this uh before the thing about it though is that i remember watching it but i've never revisited it ever before in my life like ever before <laughs> but i think I, I watched it like once or twice um and i know exactly what you're talking about like and I can even tell you, like the cover of it, kind of, kind of had all of them, like in front yeah. of the, like, and it's a really like dark, like kind of like Scooby Doo, like theme, like haunted mansion. I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah. So I yeah. do, I do remember it. I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like McDonald's, like something. I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but I, I know what you're talking about. It totally existed, uh, but I'm sorry that I, I can't be more help with that. No, no. Hey, you know, you at least confirmed that like that was a real thing. It wasn't yeah. like this this weird whatever whatever thing. <laughs> so okay, I'm doing a quick Google search right now. Yeah, and... let's do it. Oh, why so... do you do that? I'm gonna look at horror for kids because I know that oh. I post I posted about that before. I think I found it. Oh, so okay so somebody is selling a vhs copy of this on amazon for a hundred dollars i'm gonna drop the oh link God. i'm gonna drop yeah. the link in our 
Riverside chat here. Um, but yeah, so it's called The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald Scared Silly. And no, in the cover, the cover is exactly how you just described it. Yes, scared silly. Yeah, it's all of them in front of that that haunted mansion, and it's, it's a really like Scooby Doo like theme, like animated style mansion. But scared silly is the name of it. You nailed it. Oh my god, I that I do remember posting about that. That's so funny. You know what? I have to rewatch that this Halloween. This <laughs> Halloween, you you definitely you you made me remember that one for sure because I remember. But, it was so long ago, and I don't know why I never revisited it. But that was a good one, though. That was that was a good one. I mean, it, in my kid brain, it was a good one. Um, but no, I, I still think that you're now two for two because you nailed the cover <laughs> and like how it looked. Because you really did. Like it was all of them, and that like Scooby Doo mansions in the background. That's exactly what it is. Thank um, you, thank you. Scared silly. That's the name of it. That was gonna bother me. That was gonna bother me. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Um. So if you don't mind, I was going to ask you about your process. So like, how do you, like, do you have like a schedule of like, you know, things, you know, you want to release, like, what's your process of like finding something and going, Oh, this is really cool to like getting it out there. Like just, just kind of like, just walk us through a little bit. Like, you know, what's what's the magic behind horror for kids? So it's a little weird and it's a little like sporadic, but like, so my job, um, I, I, I work at like a TV show. And so, uh, my Monday to Friday, I wake up at two forty-five in the morning and I start work at four in the morning. So, um, I do the makeup for like different personalities and whatnot. And so I'm there from four to 1230 every week from Monday to Friday. And, uh, throughout that from four, there's not always someone to do. So there's periods of time where I'm literally like, you know, just hanging around. So I'm literally like researching and like looking at content from four in the morning to about like, I'd say like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. And if you look at the history of like our tweets, they all usually start at like eight in the morning because (laughs) at that point I'm like, I'm so excited to share like some of the things that I've been like up looking at with the world and with like the fans that like I, I can't wait any longer and so I'm like oh should I like post it a little earlier like is that too early like I want people to kind of wake up and see it you know so like I usually start posting around like eight o'clock in the morning um it's usually anywhere between like sometimes I, I usually try and hit like a 10 post per day sometimes more uh quota but like as I said like it, it's it's in the now like it's like if i see something cool then then i post it like if i find something out then i post it my uh my family my girlfriend they're all in on it too which is why like a lot of the time when people address us like i say like we because like even though i'm the one who's like behind the account and the one who's posting things like my brother will will, will text me like something he saw like a, or like a trailer he saw my my sister will send me a link that she saw. My girlfriend will send me something she saw on TikTok. And some of that's like, that's all kind of like horror themed for kids or like family friendly horror. So like all day, like every day, it's just nonstop. That's so cool. I love, love that process. So you're kind of just like always just like doing research and trying to find things. Yeah. And like, it always comes to be like, when I'm not working, I'm watching something horror themed for kids. Like, it's just like, it's like, it's, it's, it's just pretty, pretty constant, pretty constant. 
I'm reading articles. I'm like, I'm just, just, I really love to like kind of be in the now. Like, as I said, sometimes at work, I'm like super busy. Like, like I have no time. Um, and sometimes I'm like, it's pretty quiet. So like, I, I have all the time, but like at that time of the morning, like four o'clock in the morning, like it's usually pretty quiet. So like I can, I, I have the time to like look up things and, and watch videos, watch old YouTube videos, trailers, uh, old promos, you know, things like that. Yeah. Cause that was a question. So I, I have an autopsy, uh, autopsy of a horror movie discord. And I kind of put in there with the people that are in there. They're like, you know, I'm gonna be interviewing you that if anybody had any questions, just, you know, I'll forward it. And James Michael, who is the, who also is the editor in chief for horror press wanted me to ask you, and I think you kind of just answered it here, but I want me to ask you like, how do you get a hold of like some of these like archival footage tapes? Cause like, he's always impressed that there'll be like this creepy McDonald's commercial from like the eighties on your page or something like that. He's just like, where are you getting this stuff? <laughs> That's such a great question. Thank you for asking that. I literally scour the internet and uh, I, I scour the internet really hard every day. And I think it comes from growing up in the nineties and like, you'll probably have a little bit of a relation to this too, but we were kind of on the cusp of like when you were kind of like, when like when the internet was first starting out pretty much versus when like, there was no internet. And so like, we kind of were like introduced to like kind of the, what was it called? Like the, 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 the pandemonium of the internet. And so I learned at a very young age, like how to navigate things and like how to like, like I remember like MySpace and like we were way too young to like learn how to code and whatnot. Like we were we, like, I feel like we figured out the internet very, very early. And so I just, Every day, like, I have no other explanation. Every day, I just scour the internet. Like, I look for, like, old... I read through old Reddit threads from, like, decades ago. Like, what people were scared of as kids. Like, I'm on YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm on, like, horror web pages. Like, I'm on... Like, I, I just... I look... You were deep things. in it. You got your roots deep, everywhere. Pretty deep in it, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I just love... I just love your kind of just, like, devotion to it. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to cannibal into this. And I'm just going to yeah, be stuck I in it. it. And I, I, like, and here's the thing. Like, it's it's something that, like, I can't fake. Like, it's just something that I'm just so passionate about that, like, it's, and it's a part of my everyday. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, this is a really great way for me to, like, share that with with people. I love that. Um, I wanted to kind of discuss some of my favorite, like, kid horror things with you. Because, yeah. uh, I don't know if you like these, but I grew up loving all of those like spooky Disney Channel original movies, like all the sitcoms, like Mom's Mom's Guy Day with a Vampire, uh, Don't Look Under the Bed, it's fantastic. Of course, uh, Halloween Town, of course, yeah, yeah. with that. I, I mean, all Halloween Towns, like I'm talking even the ones that like people were like, oh boo, like they changed the cast. I was like, I'm still super into this. I love it. So yeah, all the ones you just said. Um, were like absolute staples in my household and like I would wait um, like every like September October and just like watch all of them like it would be like a thing in my household you know like popcorn and like hot mm -hmm. chocolate and like a good decom horror movie that was like that's that was a town town of my life it's it's so good and like as soon as I got Disney plus one of the first things I watched was uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. I don't know. It, oh, it's yeah, so good. 
love oh. that. I was that Mega Plex. Um, Disney Plus has Mr. Boogity. I, I love that as a kid too. Uh, Brad of Boogity. Oh all those God. like all those were some of like some of the movies that definitely shaped my love for horror. Um, Under Wraps, like the first one, <gasps> even the newer one. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that there was a newer one. Yeah, a newer one came out um, 2019, I believe. I could be wrong. 2019 or 2020. That's pretty recent. Wow. It came out for like for Halloween that year. I think it was 2020 actually. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 fantastic. Like it's really cool. It's like a really fun, spooky twist on like a mummy, you know, which is great for kids. Um, yeah, all those decoms like are are what totally totally shaped me too. Do you have any favorite? Because one one of the things that I love from like those like Disney shows and Nickelodeon shows is that they will always, even if it wasn't a horror show, there'll always be like a Halloween special. Do you have any like favorites like Halloween specials from from these shows? My God, <laughs> this is, okay. I I have um, I have this folder that I'm not ashamed <laughs> of. I'm not ashamed of. But I like, love it. The organization is fantastic with you. You got a closet of haunted VHSs. You got a folder of your favorite Halloween TV specials. This is fantastic. I'm so happy that Twitter, the algorithm worked for us to find each other. Oh my it's God. Great. I'm so happy that we're doing this. This is like the, the most fun interview <laughs> I've ever had. This is so much. This is so great. These are <laughs> such awesome questions too. Um, but I have this folder that I have been accumulating um, all of the Halloween specials that you could possibly think of. And I've been doing this for the past, like, I want to say since I was, like, uh, I'm 30 now, since I was, like, maybe, like, 21. So, like, for maybe, like, nine years now, I've been collecting Halloween specials. And I have them in this folder. There's over, like, I think right now there's over, like, a thousand between <gasps> tunes, between cartoon specials and, like, sitcoms. I love sitcoms. Yeah. Between cartoon specials and sitcoms i have i think over a thousand so Whoa. if you if you ever need like this halloween like what like whatever i will literally and i have them on an um i have them on a, like an uh an icloud folder so if you want me to share them with you i would love to share them with you and like if you've noticed if you, you've been following us for a while last halloween what we did was we would like post links to some of our halloween specials on twitter um, like literally like every day we post like three or four of them, like from, from our collection. Wow. And, uh, it was really cool until we got like a notice from, uh, from Google at the time saying like, you can't do that. So we stopped <laughs> doing that, but, but people were loving it. People were like, Oh my God, I haven't seen this Halloween special since I was a kid, whatever, whatever. And so like, it was, that was some of like, that was like the happiness that, that I was that Halloween, like just sharing those Halloween specials with people and like seeing their reactions, like reading people see like, oh my God, as soon as I get home from work, like me and my kid are going to watch this or like, that was like the time of my life. And like, so what I tell like the fans now on, on Horror for Kids, like it's like, if you want this, like I'll DM you, <laughs> I'll, I'll DM you the link. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can't really publicly share that anymore. But yeah, so I... Halloween specials mean the world to me. I watch them um, pretty frequently. I watch them during the summer. I watch them like they're so spring. fun. I, they're so much fun. I feel like some of like especially because like, I love like sitcoms and like fe- like pretty much family shows. 
Um, some of the best TV, like some of the most creative episodes, like you get all sorts of cool cameos from like horror icons. Like they're just so much fun, so much fun. Like and like and I, well, the '90s I feel like really kind of captured what it meant to have like a Halloween special. Mm. You've got if you think about like like uh, obviously like Home Improvement, like like whatever. Like uh, there were so many great ones like that. There are so many great ones. Oh, um, wow. You're even, like, talking about stuff like our parents would have been watching, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, so many great ones. Like, off the tip of my tongue, I can go on and on and on. But so many great ones that I feel like the 90s really kind of captured that kind of captured my love for not only Halloween specials, but just, like, Halloween period that kind of is what I kind of fed off of growing up. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorites is the Boy Meets World one. You know, And then there was Sean, which I know everybody loves that one. It's... And kind of like what you're just saying those episodes are always really fun because it's normally not a horror show but it's like because a lot of times on those specials the rules are broken for the show and like because a lot of times like the this the outcomes don't really mean anything it's like sometimes it comes up like and and then the Rashawn it was all a dream so like of course they could like kill off characters or whatever but like it's fine it doesn't affect continuity or anything it's like they get to be creative and do things that they want to do it's so much fun and I'll Another one that I feel like people don't talk about enough is the Even Stevens one. Yeah, and classic. It's, it's classic. Like, Lewis has, he's like an ostrich, like, racer or something. He's, like, riding on, like, this emu the whole time. But uh, and Ren is, like, this evil person that's, like, uh, uh, it's 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 kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something like that. Or, like, it reminded me a lot of, like, the faculty, too. And how, like, she's, like, transforming everybody into like these like drones for her it's it's such a good one also you're absolutely right yeah the 90s for some whatever reason just kind of like just knew how to like just focus in on this and just like be like yo it's halloween it's spooky stuff is happening people that are normally not spooky are now spooky in this show just like <laughs> your friends it's great i love it Okay, and so I am so excited to peruse through this freaking yeah. google doc that you have i mean holy yeah. cow I can't wait to share it with you. I can't wait to share it with you. You just though you hit two of like my favorite Halloween specials, like and then there was Sean, and then the Even Stevens Halloween special, and you also nailed the fact that yeah, on both episodes like boundaries were pushed. So you've got and then there was Sean. You've got like pencils going through kids' heads. You've got like you've got like janitors like stabbing Mister Feeney with scissors. Like you've got like there's like there's like you know the whole like screen mask. Jennifer Love Hewitt makes a cameo. Like, you've got, like, so much, like, boundaries and this, like, wacky stuff that's happening. So much fun. Then you've got the Even Stevens Halloween special. You've got teachers that are literally removing the eyes and tongues from students and, like, sending them back out to class. And, like, as a kid, like, that that stuff that you did not see during, like, the the regular season of Even Stevens and whatnot. So it's mm-hmm. always a really a really great treat, like, really cool, spooky, it, like, as you said, it turned regular shows into, like, horror movies for, like, the day or whatever, right? Yeah. So, that, was, that was really cool. Those, oh. those are two of my favorite ones, yeah. Dude, I love that. I, this, is, this, is, this has been so much fun. I love just kind of, like, taking this little, like, walk down memory lane. Oh, my God, like, we could, this. we could do this every Sunday. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Totally, like, honestly, like, I, I have, like, so many Halloween specials that I watch every, like, daily, and uh, it just really takes me back to, like, some great times, um, and, like, not just the 90s, but, like, 
even like ABC, like their sitcoms, Modern Family, um, Fresh Off the Boat, Blackish, they they all really put a lot into their Halloween episodes. And like um, the Goldbergs, they even have like Robert Unglund uh, come back and reprise his role as Freddy Krueger. Oh, so that's like, so cool. Like, yeah, like so, like hats off to them. Like they really kind of like set the bar for like the modern day Halloween special and like how cool that could be. Oh, that's so cool. I wanted to kind of pivot into another show and talk about Ed, Ed and Eddie with you. Uh, I, I, or did you grow up watching Ed, 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 Ed and Eddie? Cause there were some parents that wouldn't let their kids watch that show. Um, cartoon wise, my parents were okay. Like the, the only thing that they never used to let me watch was the Simpsons, which is like, right. Which is that's weird. for adults. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they never let me watch Simpsons, but all my friends were watching it. So I got like all the info that I, that I ever could need from them. It was like, I actually watched the episode at school the next day. But um, Ed and Eddie was a show that I watched like periodically, mm-hmm. but um, not to say I wasn't really a fan. Uh, but I don't know. It, I, it it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Okay. But I remember it being a fun show. Was, so the reason why I bring this up, and you probably know where I'm going with this, is the whole purgatory theory about the show. Are you familiar with this? No. <gasps> oh, dude! Th- now this is something that you definitely got to put on horror for kids at some point. So this is exciting. So there is this theory for about Ed, Ed and Eddie that the cul-de-sac, you know, all the kids are in is that all the kids are actually dead and that the cul-de-sac is purgatory. And this is why all, and so there's lots of like facts that like, I I say facts, there's lots of, uh, I guess like people pulling up evidence to support this. So if you recall, like all the kids have like, discolored tongues like they're all like purple or green or purple, blue purple. Oh. yeah it's because they're dead like none of them have like pink tongues like like a living person we don't oh. see any adults and the only time when we do see adults is like their shadows wait we just see like shadows of them and that's them visiting their children's graves and oh my they God. and all of the kids are not even like from the same like time like they're all from like different like eras of time and they're all just like in the same cemetery and there there's a back there's this there's like lots of backstories for everybody and like it explains like why they are like their personality is in purgatory like ed who was like the the big tall guy that with the green jacket that was like kind of like the dumb one and they they kind of said that like him and his sister i think like died in like a fire or something like that but like uh yeah. but like they said that like ed the reason why he is kind of like dumb or whatever is just because he's so disconnected from reality he doesn't like want to actually accept that he's dead and that's why he's like this and it and like that there's like all there's like there's all of these things and i think that um naz who was like the quote like hot girl in, yeah. in the cul-de-sac she had like the the saddest story, I think. I can't like remember what it was, but she had like a really sad one. But the bully, uh, the guy with like the the backwards hat, uh, I think yeah. his name was Kevin, maybe. Um, I can't remember, but uh, his dad was in the cul-de-sac. He was talking about how like his dad like worked at the Jawbreaker factory, so he always like got Jawbreakers or whatever. And they talk about like his backstory was really that like he had like a, a neglectful father. So like he like imagined this person that was like a cool dad that worked at the jawbreaker factory. And that's like what 
I gave him happiness, whatever. Yeah, it's it's really crazy to look into the purgatory <laughs> theory of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's it's pretty. I love this. Okay, see, this is the stuff that will make me like actually go back now and watch it with new like with a new, new lens. lens. Exactly, and like look for things like that. That's really really fascinating, and that would be really really creepy. I'm definitely th- like that was <laughs> that's blowing my mind. Thank you for sharing that. I'm definitely gonna go in now and like look. A lot more into that and see like see what that's all about because that's that's going to take me down like a rabbit hole tomorrow at work now oh yeah it's it's real good like i'm looking at it now and they're saying like like johnny two by four he had his friend plank he like died in the 20s from polio uh or i'm sorry not polio tuberculosis and like uh six years before discovery penicillin and he took with him his friend plank or whatever like it's like it it's really crazy i'll, I'll send you the link after this for sure i would love that. i would love <laughs> that that sounds awesome thank you for sharing that that's really cool absolutely that's, i have to post that to horror for kids for sure <laughs> um we're as before we kind of wrap uh before we kind of wrap some some stuff up here with this episode i just want to kind of do some like rapid fire questions with you um okay favorite horror movies uh i know it's kind of hard to say just one but if you want to name just like like three or four like what are some of like your favorite horror movies um okay uh outside of like the realm of like the family friendly oriented so my god that's tough i am going to um, ask you what are some of your favorite kid ones too so so feel okay. free to, to, to segment it favorite horror movies i would say uh my absolute favorite horror movie of all time is ouija origin of evil which is the Whoa. sequel to yeah, that's my absolute favorite horror movie of all time. I don't know what is about the movie, but like start to finish, I'm like, wow! Like my mind was blown at how good that movie was. I love that movie, especially what a the cut. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Um, then like I get into like the classics. Like I love the Halloween. I love um, like the, the Halloween. Sorry, I love um, a Nightmare on Elm Street. That's one of my favorites as well. Like at the time, Freddy Krueger was just so different and so scary than anything that like i think a lot of people i'd seen uh, i love uh, what else? all the insidiouses uh the conjurings um, i really loved 1408 i that was like one of my favorite movies too i like supernatural remember like that that was my thing like i uh-huh. love 1408. um the grudge love the grudge uh the ring the ring was great like those are probably my my top ones Dang, I love that. I love that, like, you know exactly what your taste is. And it's like these spooky supernatural things that are very scary. I love that. I, I, uh, love, I, I love, like, possessions. Something about that sub, subgenre, like, possession, exorcisms, I really, really love. That's so cool. So, what about for, like, uh, children horror movies? What are some of your favorites? Kids horror movies? Oh, God. Um, don't look under the bed. Probably one of my favorites for sure. Oh yes, I freaking love that answer. That that's that's like that. What that did, like the way that pushed the boundaries of what I think was like appropriate for kids and like especially a decom was like amazing for me at the time. I was mm-hmm. so into that. Um, Casper is one of my favorite movies, the nineteen ninety five one. Like just, uh, I found the movie so so creative and just so cool to see like a friendly ghost. Because remember. Ghosts have always been my thing. So to see like a friendlier side of it was really, really cool to me as a kid. Um, I loved uh, the Adam's Family Values. Those ones, like that's my, that's probably one of my favorite Adam's Family movies, period. Um, 
where are some of my favorite? Oh God, there's so many. Night books, re, like a recent one. I don't know if you ever had a chance to check that one out. That's with Kristen Ritter. Uh, it's on Netflix. Night books was like, again, I got that feeling that I got like the first time I watched Don't Under the Bed, which is like, wow, like this is really like pushing the boundaries of what's appropriate for kids, and the kids are gonna love that. Like to see like there's a really really creepy scene. Uh, I won't ruin it for you towards the ending. That's like. It's just like mind blowing how well it was done, and like it's so terrifying. Um, night books, okay. Course, like yeah, night books. Check that one out. Um, the Jurassic Parks, of course, like creature horror. I loved those as a kid. Men Thank you Black. for saying that those are horror movies because I mean they open up with a kill. It, it's a horror well, movie. You see how I like how like like I'm I'm so tired of defending that. Like I'm so tired. Like. Jurassic Park is 100% a horror movie. Like, I've, I've gone into, like, literal arguments with people on horror for kids, like, defending that. Um, Men in Black, you know, like, the whole, like, alien thing I thought was yeah. really creepy. I love that, too. Yeah, so those are probably, like, my top ones for kids. Awesome. Love that. Um, what were you... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, like, I can just go on and on. Like, like, the more I think about it, like, I can just go on and on and on. All the decoms that we talked about, like, I literally would watch um, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. That's like, one of my favorite ones. Like, the Scooby-Doo yeah. movie. That, like, those are ones that are, like, you know, like, those are just some of the classic classics. Oh, that's fantastic. Busters 1, 2, like, Afterlife, the 2016 one, all of them. Like, <laughs> I, I love, I love, like, I love all of them. Like, so... You get a folder of them, you know, just like you do with, with the, the TV shows. It's great. Yeah, um, no, I do. What, what were you last year for Halloween, and do you have plans for what your costume's going to be this year? Last year, my girlfriend and I were bank robbers. We're bank robbers. So we went to Spirit Halloween. Yeah, we, like, the thing is, we, uh, we, we threw a Halloween party last year, so we didn't want to do anything that would be, like, too makeup-y or too, just because we knew that we'd be, like, sweating running around hosting the party so we're like let's just do something simple um so we went as bank robbers we got like the masks and we got this like fake bags of money and whatnot (laughs) the the striped things and whatnot and uh but this year though we have a puppy so we're definitely thinking of ways to include her in the halloween costume i don't know how we're going to do that yet but i can't wait to see uh, yeah so we'll we'll try and figure it out how about you what are you going as for halloween this year I I haven't decided yet. Last year, same thing as you. Like my fiance and I, we always do like a couple's costume. And last year, we went as a uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. That was Mermaid Man. Love that. <laughs> that is so creative. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that. an odd one to explain to some international people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what well, did they get it? Yeah, well, it's like you know that th- you know when you think SpongeBob, like Barnacle Boy and like Mermaid Man are like the first things you think of. There, um, they had a couple episodes, but yeah, but that was fun. That was a lot of fun. We were super nerdy about that. We did the whole like, you know, like you know what what they do like that Wonder Twins unite thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> I can watch that now. It's so funny. I just remember what they look like. And, like, because I've been watching Spongebob. I, I used to watch, like, the first season of it. And, like, I, I haven't seen them really since. But I remember what they looked like. And those were some really fun costumes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I <laughs> I had to go pick up a pizza. Like, I had to go into a Domino's dressed as Mermaid Man and, like, pick up my pizza. And, like, 
and like the you know like like remember like like when you're working in retail or whatever you kind of like you, like there's no sense of time you're just there like doing your shift and i walked in and people forgot it was halloween and they were just like <laughs> the best i love that just in there with like the 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 seashell bikini top and everything <laughs> the green gloves it's like i'm here to get my pizza <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. I love oh my that. goodness. Yeah. But this year we haven't decided. My fi- my fiance keeps saying that she wants to be she wants to that she specifically wants to dress up as Eddie Munson. So for me to like work that in, just like work around that. Ooh. <laughs> from, from from Stranger Things. I'm like, maybe I could be Harper. Uh or I'm sorry, not Harper, Hopper. Um that class is like she'd have to get like the guitar and everything. Like Yeah. She, yeah, she yeah. Yeah, yeah, she she's she's musically gifted, yes. Awesome. <laughs> and awesome. The, the whole like, you know, like goth thing of him with like the, the thick rings and everything, she has all of that. She'd be like, Oh, I would love to be Eddie Munson for, for Halloween. A, that's gonna be a hit this year. That's that's so cool. That's gonna be a big one for sure. Yeah. So I'm trying to think like what I should do to go around that. I'm thinking like maybe should should I be like Dustin? Oh, because yeah, because they are like buddies in that in, in the maybe show. Dustin would be- one yeah i'm trying to think of like costume wise well yeah you could do like the hat the hat and like my shirt tucked in with like the yeah. <laughs> have it up to like my belly button <laughs> that'd be really cool yeah so uh, i'm gonna play around with it but yeah I, as if today which is what month is it is it still july yeah yeah we're recording in july right now so um as if right now it's looking like a stranger things theme for for our halloween love that that's so awesome that's uh, so-, so i think the last question i have for you and that is what was the last thing you watched that scare you well if, if i'm being honest it wasn't nope that i saw on friday i was kind of disappointed in that but oh no well no here's the thing i i wasn't disappointed I thought it was a great movie. I was just I, I wanted to be scared more. I got I wanted to leave it feeling like I wanted to leave it feeling afraid of like an alien invasion. Um, but that aside, it was a really cool movie to see. The last thing I watched that scared me. Hereditary. Ooh, good one, good one. Yeah, that one's very spooky. That especially. Well, that scared me just because like outside like on top of um like what you're seeing that's horrifying like the people in the like the weird shadows like in the corners they like that that that's what that's what creeped me out for sure yeah especially like when i i, I feel so bad i can't remember the actress's name right now uh i feel like it's like tony something or something like that but what Tony Collette? Tony Collette, I'm pretty she sure. is phenomenal in that, and there's like you kind of see her kind of like air walking or whatever in the background. No, I'm done. Just light me on fire. I'm done. Like hitting the floor, and then like the cut to like the people in the corner. Yeah, that was that was pretty creepy. There's also this show on Netflix called Haunted. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to check it out. Haunted. I haven't checked it out, but I always see it up there. Haunted is a fantastic two-season series of, like, you know, what what appears to be, like, uh, people 
retelling the stories of some of the things that happened in their life. Like, one person had, like, one person grew up in, like, a haunted house, so they're telling them the experience of what it was to be in a haunted house. But there's an episode of Haunted that's absolutely horrifying, um, and it's about a woman, uh, it's, it, it takes place in, like, an Alzheimer's home, and uh, it's about a woman who is admitted um, under the, I guess, you know, that she has Alzheimer's, but it turns out that she doesn't, she's actually possessed. And so, like, the dealing of that is, like, absolutely, the episode is so scary. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, my God. That is... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to check that one out for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, like, to see, like, the... Because it's kind of like a circle of people that are all kind of, like... If, if I'm telling a story, it might be, like, my brother or somebody else that was there in the circle. And to see them also being, like, yeah... Well, I was there. I saw that. That that was like pretty creepy too. So I don't, fantastic series. <laughs> I'm done. Well, th- thank you for that. I'm going to, have to check that out. And I, lo- I love hearing that Hereditary is the last thing that scared you. That that's oh. that's awesome. Yeah. How about yourself? What was the last thing that scared you? Uh, last night I watched Creep for the first time. I don't know if you've oh. seen that. Never seen Creep. No. That got me pretty good. Um. It's it's a found footage movie. I don't know if you like found footage. I actually like oh. found footage. Um, it's I'll, I'll tell you just a premise. Um, this guy, uh, this guy goes on Craigslist and he puts out an ad asking for a videographer to like videotape him for like eight hours. And this guy replies to it. So the POV is from the guy. The person filming is the person from Craigslist. I got hired. Okay. And so, so he's like videotaping. So like, yeah, I got this job going up to like this cabin in the woods. Um, don't really know who it's for, or what it's about. And so he, he meets this guy and he tells him, the, sorry, the guy he meets is the guy who put the ad out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy he meets and he has no idea who this person is. It, okay. He doesn't even know if he's meeting a guy or a woman or what. Okay. And so when he finally meets him, you know, he's recording nonstop because that's what he's instructed to do. And the guy tells him, my wife is pregnant and I've been diagnosed with brain cancer and I only have two or three months to live. So I'm not going to be able to meet my, my child. So I want you to videotape me today. So that way my kid could watch this and get like an idea of who I am. And so like they do this and like, but the guy is like super creepy. Like he keeps like doing these things that are like very out of pocket. And he keeps like doing these things that are like, very strange and then like it it it, it turns it turns there's a really good turn in it and um yeah i uh, I, I recommend that, creep that sounds really good like i i'm like tell me more tell me more i, know I don't want to spoil it because it is a movie that can be spoiled so i don't want to spoil <laughs> it but uh really it's okay i might have to i might have to check that one out sometime it sounds really good yeah it is short it's only like 77 minutes so it's a good oh. it's a good one to knock out okay good Cool. I would love that. That sounds really good. Thank you for that. Creep. Yeah, Ooh, it's okay. on Netflix. Good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Renier, thank you so much for your time. You're a very warm person. I'm so happy to have gotten to speak with you about horror for kids. This was so much fun. I, I Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Like, And like, this has been one of the most fun interviews I've ever done. This is like, I had so much fun. Like I said, if, if you had hit me up and said, look, 
We're doing this every Sunday. I would have signed on for it. This is so great. Don't um, tempt me. Don't tempt this me. This is so great. I had such a great chat with you. Um, I, I, I love I love what you've done with your with your podcast and with your account. Thank it's you. fantastic. Um, and what I also want to say is um, what I'm going to be trying to do very shortly. I've already started to kind of put this together, but what I want to do is I want to reach out to different kind of personalities within the horror community and just have them kind of film like a 20 to 30 second video, like a selfie video of them just saying like something along the lines of like, hi, I'm Brucker on Horror for Kids and I just want to talk about my favorite horror movie uh, for kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like make like a little 20 second selfie video about you talking about like your favorite kids horror movie. And I want to kind of post, like create like a Horror for Kids like, community series on twitter where oh, like fun yeah so i so so if if you're open to it i would love to have your voice as a part of it and i would love to have you like send something in and i would love to post that so like yeah if, if that's something that you're interested in let me know and like absolutely I, w- I would be honored to do that you just tell me what you need and when you need it and i'll get it to you oh awesome that's so that's I'll be so, so honored <laughs> so great that's fantastic thank you so much like i i'm I'm trying to reach out to like, just like as as many different kind of avenues of the horror genre as I can, just to get to different perspectives of people like their favorite horror movies for kids or something that scared them as a kid and just kind of create this like video series of that. So I would absolutely love to have you on that. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Wow. Well, thank you for the invite. I, I would enjoy that so much. Um, it, as I said, you're a very warm person. I encourage everybody to check out horror for kids on twitter and instagram and that's horror for kids with four being the number four um be sure everyone be sure to follow him it's it's such a fun account um again thank you so much for your time thank you thank you so much this was fantastic had a great time with you